The Profile Song Break. Take a moment of reflection.
Broadcasting on 93.3 Nairobi, 93.9 Western Kenya, and 101.9 Mombasa. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. According to able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. According to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory to the church and 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 glory to the church able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power Junction at Hope FM Listen and Leave. My name is Grace Mutisu. Joy to be with you as always. And we get to profile, meeting real people who have real stories encountered a real God who's brought a real change in their life. And that's why they're here to testify of the Lord's goodness. And this morning, I introduced to us uh, a beautiful, great lady. Amengara mm. Leo. <laughs> joining us to to share with us her story you know of god's total healing you know if it were not for the lord she would be talking a different story today but god has been grateful to her allow me to allow her to introduce herself to us good morning good morning how are you i'm fine thank you Mm, i can hear your volume is too low 
there let's try good morning <laughs> good morning <laughs> you're well yes i am mm. yes introduce yourself uh my name is rachel gay yes i'm a born again christian and um i serve god in sitam parklands ah yeah friends of asia yes we are friends of asia mm. yes you know the other day we were doing uh they they joined sitam wm you know and the ladies were so beautiful in their saris yeah. <laughs> i was hoping you'll come in a sari today <laughs> Today I wasn't able to come with a sari, but next time mm. I promise to come with one. Amen. Yes. And you look beautiful. I love your dress. I love your Thank hair. Thank you. I don't know where Hope TV is. They should be <laughs> <laughs> to capture a few things right. about Rachel. Thank you. Thank you. I'm humbled. Amen. Yes. Your first time at Hope. Yes, it's my first time at Hope. Mm. A bit nervous, mm. but I know I'm in for God to use me. Amen. Yes. Amen. Thank yeah. you Rachel. Thank you. So let's begin your your journey towards total healing. A powerful story right there. Uh, uh, and let me take you way 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 back, you know, growing up as a young girl. Where did you grow up and what do you remember about your childhood? Um I remember when I knew myself, we found ourselves that my grandpa's place that is the part, the maternal side yes and i grew up with my aunties and my uncles allowed me and then later on my mom got married i never knew that my dad my stepdad was not my biological dad um and so we moved to their home and that time we were living in machakus and then when i was in class too we came back to our home area which is in gedungori kiambu county your mom's place no that's now my dad place biological dad no my step dad but okay. also my biological dad is from the same area mm. and my mom yeah okay yeah so um when we went back now to gedungori where i grew up um we were living with the other members of the family it was like you know the way in the village people live together the uncles the aunties everyone is around where you are and at this time when i was young um i witnessed my grandmother never liked me mm-hmm. and uh, she used to speak harsh words on me when we go to visit her as kids she could serve other something to take but for me she will just call me names and chase me away how old were you by then that time i was uh almost seven years old turning to eight mm-hmm. and i used to wonder why I, i just felt that time i was feeling i'm not good enough and so I was trying all my means to make my grandmother to love me but unfortunately she kept on showing me hatred i could remember vividly one day i stayed there she was making some some mukimo for those who understand what mukimo is and were all of us there as kids and because my grandfather was there he insisted all of us we need to be given the mukimo mm. and so others were put on the ball but for me she put it on my heart mm. it did burn me and i i let it fall from my heart because it was so hot and then she abused me beat me and chased me away where was your mother at this point rachel 
and she was in the house but now me I thought it was normal mm. I couldn't tell mom mm. because you know those days when we were growing up as in like um the kids were to be kids and so somehow you had no voice to go and complain not like today where the kids can express themselves and again I could remember if my grandmother gave me something willingly was a sour uji and with no sugar and a big with a big cucumber and if i fail again to finish she will beat me so that's how i grew with my grandmother but i forgive her and towards her death because she died in 2016 mm. i used to visit her and give her gifts and just have fun with her i forgive her um but i never talked about it Mm. Yeah, but then I also had another phase whereby I grew up with my cousins who are much bigger than me now, and they could come and pull me to their rooms or somewhere in the bush and kind of abuse me sexually, and they could tell me not to tell anyone, and they could do interns, several of them. And I used to have a lot of pain through my private parts, but again, I could go home and I will not tell my mom. Even when she's bathing me, I could feel pain, but I'm like, Lazima Nijikaze, you know? I can't tell her what is happening because we grew up knowing um, we don't talk about our private parts or anything. And um, yeah. So, and then it graduated. One of my cousins, who was a female, started doing the same thing to me and putting fingers. And it was so painful. And again, they could tell me, if you tell your mother or you tell someone, we're going to throw you in the river. We used to have a river nearby. Mm. And so, I grew up, uh, sorry, I grew up as a child who had a lot of fear. Mm. fear of the people around her mm. and um, because of that I think I became somehow I don't care Yes, and uh, I now never used to think it's a big deal until one time I was sent by mom to go and get something from a coffee plantation that she had forgotten mm. and an old man I don't know where he was coming from he left me and oh, Rachel yeah. How old were you by then? I think I was 10 years or so. Again, I went home bleeding, but I never told my mom anything. Your mom could not see you bleeding. I okay, there was no auntie. There was nobody you could share with. I grew up knowing that I'm not good enough and a bad um No one can listen to me because you remember my cousins were always like intimidating me yeah. and now with my grandmother and um someone when first let me take you back a bit when yes. we went back to our up country from Achakos, mm. i was the one who was taken alone first to look for a school because the schools were opening well mom and dad were sorting themselves out from this other side mm. And I was sent there with a house help who actually also used to kind of really, uh, um, I don't know, uh, she used to beat me a lot and 
yeah so i grew up knowing that i'm not a good girl and there's nothing good about me and no one cares because even when mom was going back to my chakos she used to come every weekend for like three months but every time she's going back to my chakos over the weekend i used to look at her and cry but then because i didn't know how to express myself i was just crying and mm. uh, they could say nishule ataki mm. as in like yeah so but by god grace i grew up and i never shared with anyone those stories yeah and when again now i uh, at at the age of 13 heading to 14 my dad went to be with the lord now this this is your biological my or your step dad okay my step dad mm-hmm. and when dad left us let me take you back before you mm-hmm. you, you you share with us the story yeah. how was your relationship with your step dad was this somebody you could approach and say dad by the way this is what's happening to me i need help maybe mom It's not there. Uh, the one my friends I can say we were, we, ha- we were having parent child relationship but not whereby you talk issues. So in a way I was like um uh I can't talk to them about some things as in like how how can I talk about my sexual whatever with them i can't mm. for me i saw them as my parents and my relationship then was parent to child yeah. there was no i mean when i look back i can say there was no friendship by then okay much as they loved me and they cared for me because they never at any point um tested me or anything they provided mm. everything i needed yes. but that emotional um emotional care wasn't there because if it was there i could have talked to them okay yeah so your dad was he sick what happened that he went to be with the lord uh he got cancer but then um as a family we came to know about it two weeks before he died he had a liver cancer mm and uh again another problem started there because the my now grandparents from my dad's side they decided to they started saying that it's mom and our family who have made my dad to die because when we came back to up country there was no mom's lol or dad lol mm-hmm. they used to do everything like even dad could cook for us he could help mom on her house uh chose but then you realize that the people allowed our fridge they never saw that kind of a thing happening so it ended up saying that mom has been oppressing my dad and kind of mom is the head of the home and when he died now my grandparent turned against her and especially my grandmother and to the point we had to leave from our home where dad left us to a new place and when we went there actually grace mm. we went to a house where it was just a mabati house two room and we were three of us i'm a firstborn mm. uh we shared a, a bedroom with mom and my sister 
And then my brother used to sleep in the sitting room and the house was not even cemented. It was just a mabati thing for us to move from them. Mm. But still, my grandmother could follow mom where she is and abuse her. I remember one day she abused her in front of us, te- telling her, you know, um, you don't know the pain of losing a husband because he was not your son. If you want to know where I give birth through, I'll show you. And in front of us, he lifted her dress up. Oh, no. No, 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 no. So no, I no. saw my mom going through so much. Yeah. And that's the time I hated Christianity so much. Were you born again at that age? No, I wasn't born again. But why did you hate Christianity? Because some of the people who were oppressing us from my dad's side were Christians and in church. And I could not relate why people in church, people claim to know God, could do these things to us. And so for me, yeah, I knew there was a God because I grew up in Sunday school. My mom took me. I grew up in Presbyterian church. Yes. And mom made sure that we went to Sunday school every Sunday. Yeah. But then... Um, Coming to a teenager age, I'm like, there's no God. If there was God, we couldn't be suffering this as a family. These people could not be there abusing us and doing all kinds of things, taking away our things. I don't believe there's God. And also some of my cousins who are in prison worship in our church used to have some other tabias that I never liked. Yeah. So I was like, hakuna mungu. Yeah. But then by God's grace... By the time I was turning 14, the Lord had me. Imagine grace God came to me at night and told me, do not look at other people. Mm. Look at me. I'm the light. I'm the way. And that, that, that voice kept on coming and coming until I knelt down alone without knowing what I'm doing and I gave my life to God. Amen. And I went and I told mom, I've given my life to God. My mom just cried and hugged me. Mm. And we started waking up with mom at 3 a.m. to pray. And I became, that's the time I think now we became friends with my mom. At 14. At 14, because mom could share with me everything and anything. As a young widow, um, she could meet with some of the family members or even my dad's friends who could approach her, and then she could come home and tell me, she could imagine, Baba Furani, and I'm like, okay, we could talk about it until I think I grew up now knowing men are not good people. Mm-hmm. Much as it was supposed to give me a positive vibe, it gave me a negative vibe, as mm-hmm. in like, if I want to be a good girl, I have to keep off from men. Mm. And so that's the life I've, I lived. And yes. at a tender age, I started going to missions. Um, I could go to Masabi, uh, not Masabi, I could go to Kitare, could go to Kibwezi. I became so committed to church. Yeah. And I really served the Lord while I was in the church. Amen. Yeah, and that is my upbringing, Grace. Did you, Rachel, did you ever reach at that point now your relationship with your mom is okay yeah did you feel the need to just let her know mom when i was growing up as a young girl this is what happened to me did you do that at any point no because 
I feared, no, I didn't fear about me. By that time, my mom had gone through so much. Um, kind of, even when she tried to claim dad's things, uh, the relatives could tell her of, like, even when she goes to the chief, that time the chief was a cousin to my dad. And every time she go there, she's chased away. So my mom was in a lot of pain. Mm. And the last thing I wanted to do, Grace, is to add more stress to her. So I became, like, now her her confidence that now we could do things to her. And I think I ran away to prayers. I ran away now to the things with God and I forgot about my emotional pain and injuries that was in. I never dealt with them because yeah. again, you're going to tell people they pure, you are molested when you are young. As in, how are people going to see you? And yeah, it was a bit hard for me and I wanted to bury mm that completely okay yeah but these things didn't go away rachel somehow they still followed you up so you you cleared primary school yes and you have to go to high school school, yes how was that getting now you know transiting from high high school life uh, how was the situation then campus and how did this you know uh, childhood issues affect you um Okay, what happened in secondary school, when I went to secondary school, I went to a nearby secondary school because mom could not affect, uh, afford the school fees. Mm. And when I was in that secondary school, Grace, sorry to say, but the English I'm speaking today, it's a new language that God, God gave me. Oh. Because for four years in school, I never spoke in English. Because we used to to communicate in Kikuyu and Kiswahili. Mm. By the time I was clearing Form 4, there was nothing good that could have come from Rachel. And again, my self-esteem was equally affected so much. Mm. And I see that is not enough. The school where I went to, uh, the school fees was 3000 but it was so hard for my mother to raise 3000 to educate me. So the quarter of my life, I was at home and because of people laughing at us i could remember mom putting a bucket for me in the house such that people will not see me outside and question her at a point mom took her goat and took it to school so as i can continue with my studies and i'm always proud of her that she never at any time spared anything she gave us the best yeah. 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 Let's pause here. Let's pause here. Uh, she's called Rachel. Our our guest today on Profile, uh, sharing with us her story. Profile where we have real people who've gone through real life issues, encountered a real God who's brought change in their life. And if you listening to us and you're going through the same thing we are trusting god that at the end of the sharing there is a story of victory at the end 
and our prayer will be praying with you and we know that god is going to bring that healing in Jesus' mighty name. 20933 is our SMS line, a top of FM live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can WhatsApp us on 0717400555. We want to speak God's healing, God's healing over everyone listening to us in Jesus' name. Profile song break. Take a moment of reflection.
This is Profile. Real people, real stories, real God, real change. Amen. And the Lord gives us the healing rain. When it falls down, your life will never be the same again because God brings total healing and transformation and a testimony with it. You're on profile at Hope FM. Listen and leave the show's praise junction. I'm hanging out with Rachel. Oh, mm, we bless the Lord. Looking forward for your feedback on 20933 at Hope FM Live and on 0717400555. We honor the Lord for you. We'll be getting to your feedback in the next hour after the news brief. Allow me to invite back Rachel. And yeah, we, we, we post where we, we really celebrate mom. She did great to ensure that she didn't give up on you. You got education. Yes. And another miracle you told me is... She ensured you got to campus and not just any campus. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, Grace, what I didn't tell you, I failed very well in Form 4. I got D. And mm. with the D, there was no hope for fathering life, uh, uh, education, and it was like now you are there and mom could not afford money for me to repeat. Mm. But then I never gave up on myself. I never gave up on my dreams because I believed I had a potential to go on with my studies and accomplish what I wanted to. And I started with a certificate for HIV and it's, it is a free, you know, the one that used to be advertised yes. for yes. one week. Okay. And that certificate I was given, uh, I was given a certificate and it opened door for me to do my diploma. And I passed very well. I got distinction. You did diploma in what? Uh, community development ah, nice. uh, at Kenya Institute of Social Work and Community Development. Yes. And I passed very well. I got distinction. Then that diploma is the one that opened for me the door now to start my, to do my degree. And one time I had gone to Kataroni for prayers and the Lord told me at time like now, I remember it was in May, mm. at time like now, Rachel, You'll be in Desta University. Mm. And I said, no, not me. As in, like, I had D. I mean, I come from this background. There's no way. And the Lord spoke to me through the, 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 the word in uh, the book of uh, Acts chapter 10 about Corinerias, that your prayers has been heard. Mm. And I said, God, I'm not called Corinerias. My name is Rachel. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he said, I have gone through enough stress and I think now I'm, I'm okay with the life I'm living. The issue to do with the Desta, I don't know. And then God spoke to me with the word in the book of Jeremiah. That time I didn't know that it was in the book of Jeremiah because the word came, a prayer has been heard in uh, um, a prayer has been heard in Lahab, Rachel crying for her children and what the Lord is saying, refrain back your tears because the Lord is coming back for you. Mm. And I was like, now, this is now Rachel. But then I went back home, I never shared with anyone because anyway, even if I tell my mom I'm, I heard God speaking to me, I'm nobody, we are nobody. As in like life has, had put me to the point whereby you have to be contented with what you have and not to expect anything. But now come to 20, 2010, I was going to, to Kargi for missions yeah. and I had prepared for I'm going to Kargi. And then... A night, it was on Saturday night, 
and I heard a voice telling me, it's time for you to apply this than now. And I'm like, I'm stressed, itaki. God, I want to go to Karki, you know. I don't have school fees and I don't want to become a burden to anyone. I feared being around people because of the experience I had. And I wanted to have life the easy way whereby I will not become a burden to people. Yes. And that time... Uh, well, well, I was, and I didn't tell you my diploma I was equally sponsored by Women's Guild mm. from Central Region. Yeah. Um, and so, Mount Kenya Region, sorry. And so, I was telling God, I'm not ready to <laughs> become a Harabi girl again, as in you must provide for me. Me, I'm not going to Desa, I'm okay, and all this. Uh, on Sunday, I went to church. That was the last Sunday before now I, jo- I go to mission field. Mm. And Mrs. Gasanja and Mr. Gashanja called me and told me, Rachel, you need to apply for Desta University before you go to Karki. And I'm like, <laughs> these people should stop stressing Had you me. you with them? Yeah. No, I didn't tell them. Yes. I never shared with them. Yes. They were just good friends. Their daughter was my, uh, was is a good friend of mine. And so for me, I was like, um, uh, uh, it's an opportunity, but I don't want it. But then they gave me even the money to buy to buy the forms for this and application and everything and yeah I applied and then I left for Kargi. That time when I was about to go to missions I was living with Dr. Nyaga. Dr. Nyaga had seen me in church, invited me to her house and never let me go. So I was her daughter and I'm her daughter till today which I'm always grateful and that time, I was like, I'm not even telling Dr. Nyaga, I'm not telling mom, I'm not good telling anyone that I'm applying for this university. So I applied and I left for mission field. And while I was there, there was no network. So we used to go for network. Uh, yes. Yeah. Allow me to pause there because I, I've been to Kargi. I know that place is really tough and network has issues. <laughs> I'd want to know after the news at noon. What happened? Did you get the opening? What miracle happened? We'll also be getting to the part of God's total healing of our guest today. Her name is Rachel. We'll also be sampling your feedback on 20933 at Hope FM Live and on 0717400555. This is Profile. Real people, real stories, real God, real change.